Hi, I'm Sean Pratt. Welcome to the VoiceOver Insider Podcast, where we discuss all things to help you build your voiceover momentum. Today's host is Julie Williams. Julie, what's the topic of the day? Today, we've got a fun guest, one of the most fun people in voiceover, Shelly Avellino. Um, Shelly, thank you for joining us today. Oh, you're welcome. I feel very honored to be part of this podcast. Thanks, Julie. It's always always fun talking to you. Uh, (laughs) Now, you've been in voiceover for a while, and you've really made your mark on the industry. Everybody knows and loves Shelly. Oh, thank you. Uh, One of the things that you've really done that that a lot of people haven't done, uh, even successful people in the industry, is you've mastered marketing, overseas marketing. Now, where are you in the U.S. right now? Uh, yes, I am in the US. I actually live in Vegas, um, but I go back to the UK often and I do a lot of traveling. I go to international conferences as well, you know, so I kind of dot around everywhere. But yeah, I'm in the US now and I've been here for, oh my gosh, phew, 10 years now. I've been in the voiceover industry coming up to that that amount of time. Oh my gosh, nearly a decade. <laughs> That's scary. So you've, you've really mastered the art of marketing overseas. And for a lot of people, you know, if they want to market overseas, they just think, well, let me go to a pay to play. So what would you say is the key thing for somebody who wants to do some more overseas work? Well, you know, it's interesting. A lot of people just um, probably don't think about the basics, you know. I mean, the marketing itself, the actual, you know, art of marketing, whether you use, you know, direct email or, or, um, you know, directories or LinkedIn or all those types of things, it's the, the actual doing is the same, but there's things that you need to think about, like knowing who your audience is. They may have language barriers. You know, there's going to be different currencies that you're going to come into contact with, you know, and um, their business practices might be completely different. You know, people use different things to talk to their voiceover actors. India uses Skype. Asia uses WhatsApp. You know, there's lots of different business practices that people don't kind of take into account when they want to do international marketing and different time zones, just little things like that, you know, the little things that you think, oh, I should have probably thought about that, you know, when when I'm contacting this German company, contacting on their time zone and, you know, keep the language simple because English might not be their first language, things like that. Have you found that the pay working um, overseas is uh, is a lot less or are there really good uh, lucrative places as well? Uh, there's, there's a mixture of both. You know, it, it all depends on, you know, the research that you do. Obviously, the economy in some countries is not, are not as good as others. You know, if you if you have production companies in Poland, for instance, you know, their rates are going to be lower because their economy is just lower. And they, you know, a lot of countries don't recognize usage for instance. So there is definitely a difference. Yeah. Well, how do we know what to price um, when we're contacting somebody in another country? And, and first of all, we don't, we don't understand the currency. And secondly, you know, they might not charge, uh, pay near as much as what we do here, or they could even pay more. I mean, we don't know. Yeah, that's a tough one. And that's where the, a lot of the research comes in. And, you know, over the last kind of seven years or so, I've been trying to accumulate a lot of different rate sheets for different countries. That's not an easy job, as you can imagine. But the way I do it is I contact professional talent in those countries because they are going to know what the pay and rates are. You know, production companies will only give you budgets for particular projects and they're all going to be different. So talking to professional talent who've been in the business for years in those countries is the way to go. So I'm slowly and surely getting there. But it all comes down to research. You know, when you contact a, a production company or an agent or who or an advertising company or even the company themselves, you know, the first thing should be you should know is always quoting their currency 
agency and yours, but ask for a budget up front. And a lot of it is educating. A lot of them don't realize that rates are different. So it comes in the research stage. And if it sounds like that they're, they're nowhere near what you would accept as your rate, move on. You know, these, some of these countries won't pay what you're used to. So move on. Well, and, and it's been my um, understanding that some of the companies don't pay and you really don't have much recourse. Not that you have a lot of recourse here either. Is that um, is that rampant in overseas that, that you actually don't get paid? Actually, in my experience, no, I've never not got paid. Actually, in 10 years, I've only ever not got paid by one client. And I think a lot of that is to do with how you approach your business anyway. So, you know, I have a little uh, template email that I send out when I... Um, have won a job or I've been offered a job and that's my guarantee to them and a guarantee to me and it goes through everything from start to finish including what are your payment terms you know how are you going to pay because if it's overseas it's going to be different too you know you need to know a little bit about that you know do you pay by backs transfer do you use transfer wise do you use skrill do you use in there's so many different forms of payment time. So I always make sure I get that up front. But also, if it's a company overseas that I haven't worked with before, sometimes I'll get 50% up front, and that's normal, and they are used to that. So that's the one way they view to alleviate not getting paid. But no, actually, I've never not got paid, funnily enough, from an international client. So I usually, here in the US, I usually am paid by the local client, I mean, US clients, um, payment in advance by PayPal rather than 50% in advance, it's payment in advance. But you know, some of these, these countries don't use PayPal at all. I think India doesn't use it at all. I don't think they're allowed to. They actually use Skrill a lot, which is very similar. Yeah, it's very, very similar. So if I were to work for an Indian um, client, and they don't use PayPal, and they're using Skrill, do I have to join Skrill then? Yeah, you know, like anything, you have to go in and and, and uh, set up your account. You know, it's just like PayPal or TransferWise, but it's it's quite useful. You know, if you are, I mean, it's free, just like it's just like PayPal. In fact, the fees are slightly less. But yeah, I mean, there's there's no harm to you to to sign up to these things. You know, if you are going to be doing business abroad, you know, then it's it's handy to know all the different types of payment options out there, and you know, be educated in those. But they're very simple, and but knowing these things up front, you know, so that you can ask the right questions shows that you're professional. You know their business culture, all that kind of stuff. Thank you for listening to the Voiceover Insider podcast. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Karen DeBoer, and I've sent a number of people to Julie Williams for coaching because I've worked with her and I know what she can do. In fact, here's the demo she produced for me. Canopy Egyptian cotton sheets are designed to get softer every time you wash them, which makes your bed easier to sleep in and that much harder to leave. Why do people count on SunSweet prune juice to stay fit on the inside? It's made only from prunes, nothing else. It's a natural source of fiber and five essential vitamins. It's the smart choice for me. Stay fit on the inside. Healthy looking skin today, clearer skin tomorrow. Look at your palm and imagine it filled with soup. Oh, that's hot. Whew. Let's try a salad. Dentine Ice gets you to parties fashionably fresh. Roasted, baked, lightly sautéed, or even still alive. Turkey gobbles frantically. Just remember, eat healthy and exercise. Or buy bigger undies. Your choice. The University of Nebraska Medical Center. Breakthroughs for life. For some, it means lying on a tropical beach. For others, it's family time at a thrilling theme park destination. It's people like you that enable Shriners Hospital for Children to provide their world-class care. We all know about pay-to-play here in the U.S., and I'm not on pay-to-play, but there are a lot of people who are making a little bit of money on Mm -hmm. pay-to-play. What about the pay-to-play that is not 
in the U.S., the, the one space out of Germany, and, and, and every country has their own pay to play. Is it viable? I mean, you know, is it worth it to get on them? Um, I'm not. I mean, I'm on Bidalgo. Um, that's the only one that I do like. And I don't do a lot on pay to play. I'll be honest, I haven't done for years. But with Bidalgo, because I am in the, the States, you know, it keeps me um, up to date with the trends that are going on in Europe. So for me, it's worthwhile to be on there just to see trends and keep my audition chops up in that in that area. Um, it can sometimes help. The reason why I'm on Bidalgo is because I can see rates. You know, I can see what the going rates are that Bidalgo are showing. Um, I don't know whether it's the same for other countries. I'm not on any Australian paid plays. I know there's a couple in there. So it all depends on what your business ethic is. I personally um, don't use paid plays to like enhance my business. I use direct marketing, but I definitely think there's a place for them. So it all depends on what your business ethic is and whether you think that's a good way to go to get into the country to see their customs and to see their rates. But on being on a pay-to-play in that country won't necessarily tell you whether they're the going rates or not. So just be careful of that, I guess. So when, uh, let's say I decide that I want to market myself in the um, international marketplace, mm-hmm. and let's say I've never done that before, where do I start? <laughs> That's like the big question, right? It's 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 a big animal, and you know, uh, for me, I do a lot of marketing uh, through email. I'm very successful at that, and I will actually use international search engines. You know, a lot of people don't realize there's international search engines out there to use. So, you know, rather than just using Google.com, you know, you can use go to search engine Colossus and search for local search engines for that country because you'll get local searches and searches that are more relevant that you may not see. So I start there. I also use um, international directories. Now, directories are great because a lot of companies will have to pay to have their company listed there. So usually they're more up to date than, say, Google search or something like that. So, you know, if you're looking for, I don't know, uh, production companies in Austria, for instance, you know, you might use uh, kftv.com, which is a great international directory. And there's there's plenty more, europages.co.uk, for instance. So there's there's quite a few out there that you can just go in and, and start. That's where I would start. But I would always do it methodically, like any kind of marketing, because it's so big, it can be overwhelming. So I will start with researching the country, choose a country, research the country, what is their economy like. I go to worldstandards.eu also for time zones and information about the country, you know, and and just kind of start there. And and a lot of the research is, it takes a lot of time to do the research when you start international marketing, but the research should take longer than actual contacting, (laughs) which, and then you know you've done it right, to be honest, then you know you've done it right. We've been talking with Shelly Avellino, a, a fabulous talent based in Las Vegas now, but UK, you know, she's basically all over the place, which is really um, an insight to the international marketplace. Thank you for sharing all of your insights. I mean, so many of these things we don't know about the directories and where to find them and how to find clients before we start marketing ourselves to them. So thank you for joining us, Shelly. It's, it's been awesome. Thank you. As always, it's always wonderful to be talking to you, Julie. Really, it is. It's always a pleasure. Thanks, Julie. I hope you found that information helpful and enjoyable. If you would like a free strategy session with Julie Williams to talk about your VO career, just email julie at voice-overs.com and we'll get you on the schedule. If you'd like to train in nonfiction audiobook narration, I'd be happy to work with you. Email Pratt at comcast.net. Thanks again for joining us today. We'll catch you next week on a brand new episode of the VoiceOver Insider Podcast.